Hello and welcome to another jam-packed, uh, marvelous episode of the Nerdopolis podcast, your place on the internet to talk about all things nerdy. It's episode three, and we're going to rank the MCU. Uh, before we get started, a friendly PSA that Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, love is love, no human is illegal, science is legit. This show is meant to be a safe space for everyone to come in and nerd out. So we would appreciate you showing kindness to your fellow human beings. I'm your host with the most, Mr. Mitch George, joined by my pal Sal, Mr. Jigsaw himself. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Mitchell. How are you? I am good. I've been playing the video games. I've been watching the television. I am uh, I'm ready to talk all things about the video games and the televisions with you. There we go. It's always good. It's always a swell time, shooting the... Shooting the breeze, as the kids would say. Shooting the breeze? Is that a Shooting thing? Shooting the breeze. It probably is. <laughs> it's not. Shooting the breeze with Mitch and Sal. There's our name. We there we go. We, we figured it out. That's going to be our Shooting running, our breeze. recurring segment of name our show, please. <laughs> our uh, weekly segment of a rename our podcast. We're yeah. only on episode three. Uh, speaking of only being on episode three, if you have not already, please do like, share, subscribe on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Whatever podcast service you prefer, it does mean a lot, especially for something as new as this. We are officially on iTunes and Spotify. Those platforms have ratings. If you could rate us, that would mean a heck of a lot. Any reviews written will be read live on this show. You heard it here first. Some breaking news. Yeah, so I'm tired, man. Yeah, it's only Thursday, Mitch. I know, but so I was covering for someone at work this week, so I've basically been working two jobs. That's good. It's not easy. No, no. Doing one job is hard enough. Eh. Depends. Eh. It, it depends. It can it can very much depend. But uh, no, it's been a, it's been a lot this week. So it's nice to get this chance to just chill out, hang with you. I've been trying to play more games this week, uh, mm. including a board game that I had arrived today in the mail, That's which good. we will play at some point when you come over. But, oh, is this uh, the one? You, you, I know what you're talking about. The Kingdom Hearts board game. Yeah, yeah, I am. It seems interesting. I, I, I opened it up. I cracked the the cellophane wrap, as it were. Gave it a quick read through. But uh, yeah, looking forward to playing that with some friends. But no, we're here to talk about games, nerdy stuff, which includes Kingdom Hearts. Sorry, friends. Uh, movies, TV, whatever it might be. So uh, we got mostly, uh, mostly games to talk about this week until we get into ranking the MCU, which we want to do as a tier list. With the announcement of She-Hulk and us wanting to have our recurring segment, we are definitely going to want to do a before and after uh, our weekly MCU rewatch. So we're with She-Hulk coming out, we figure this is a good opportunity to do that. But uh, other than planning for this, Sal, how you been? I've been all right. Played a lot of games this week, actually. A uh, big... Uh... Big couple indie games came out in the last two weeks. Uh, like Cult of the Lamb, I think, launched last Thursday when we did the podcast. The day, yeah, it was either the Thursday or the Friday. So, like, the yeah. right right as we were recording, every the internet was going crazy for this little indie game that I can't yeah. stop thinking about or playing. It's, so. such a good game. it's really good. I sunk 10 hours, I think, so far. The only reason I haven't put more hours into it is because another the other little... stuff we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the, the, raising up the cult of the Jedi has been a ton of fun. Cult of the Jedi? The cult of the Jedi. 
course. It is I'm a sorry, cult. I'm like surprised, I'm surprised you didn't name it something like Disney esque. Who owns Star Wars, Sal? That's not Disney though, man. It's Don't... Disney. I'm planning a trip to Disney that is centered around how do I get this lightsaber on the plane. You know it's what I Disney. mean, though. You know what I mean, though. I do, but also no. No, oh, cult of the Gabagool, baby. Of course, it was the cult of the Gabagool. You gotta stay on brand. Know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. Gotta stay on brand. Yeah. Um, no, this, this game has been an absolute joy for me. I uh, I just beat the second boss. Okay. But that's because I've been spending so much time just on the campgrounds or whatever you want to call it, just trying to improve stuff and keep people happy and, and doing all this stuff. Like, I got lost in the micromanagement of it all rather than the roguelike elements. Hmm. I've got like a, I've been like obsessed with both ends of it. I really like going through the rooms, just like very binding of Isaac, yeah. just going through, you know, getting the like upgrades, starting to get more and more deeper into it. I got an upgrade to my little cloak thing where I got to, which one do I have? I have the one that gives you four random boons at the start. But then you so can't take any other boons, right? can't take anything else, but most of the time, three out of the four are really good. So that's See, just been I, fun. I thought play. about I thought about grabbing that one off when I I got the ability to get the first like like my first unlocked cloak, mm-hmm. uh, but I picked up the one that you do damage the longer you you do more damage the longer you go without taking damage, but you take double damage, and that's a mistake. A, that's a, I knew that was gonna be a mistake, so I didn't bother. I, I, I made that I mistake. I know yeah. how I play these games, and uh, not a good idea. No, it was not. I almost immediately regretted it and just switched back to not having anything there. But it's just, it, it's a lot of fun. For those who don't know, this game is from Devolver Digital. It involves you. It's kind of like Animal Crossing meets Binding of Isaac. We need like B-roll. We got to find a way to do that. I mean, I could just switch to my screen and play it, but I mean, <laughs> then if we you wouldn't do get that, the podcast on. We're not going to do anything else. You're just going to keep no, playing Call of the Lamb. I'm just going to play Call of the Lamb. But no, oh. it, it, it's kind of like a people management, farm management game. Like it has sim elements, but it's also make infinite runs through these dungeons and try and get further and further each time. It's absolutely up my alley. It's the type of game that really hooks me and I can't stop. Animal Crossing cross Hades or Isaac. Yeah, that's one Basically way to look at it. Yeah, uh, it's 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 really special for a game to, like this to kind of come out of nowhere. At least for me, it wasn't on my radar, and it's I'm absolutely smitten with this game. Man, oh, I had that on the radar for a while when I saw that first trailer. Just the art style stuck out to me, just how it looks like a pop up book. Yeah, uh, that just stuck in my head for the longest time. Uh, the little little lamb character, adorable. This game wouldn't have worked any other way if this wasn't like cartoon farm animals, woodland critters. It would be such a, such a different conversation people would be having about this game. Like, imagine if it was just realistic, like people. It would be super existential. In this would have what, been pulled what, on what every extre- storefront. <laughs> what extremes people are willing to go to with uh, with you know their faith, or in this case, a cult that you're a part of and you're you're sacrificing woodland creatures and i i also unlocked the ritual to have them ascend to a higher plane of existence i just unlocked the wedding 
So now I can mm-hmm. get them hooked up. Like not even you marry them. You marry all of them if you want. Oh, is that how that works? You yeah, you them? marry them, and then like they'll their faith, their faith grows bigger, or their loyalty, or something. But oh, like, okay, so it's a it's can, a many wives situation. I see how it is. Yeah, and you can marry as many as you want, and then I think they get jealous of each other. Yeah, like you said, this would not work if not for it being cartoony, because it sounds super creepy otherwise. One hundred percent. This is the only <laughs> way it was gonna work. Oh my god, I can't! I can't wait to like. This is a game I haven't looked at the trophy list. Have you? Uh I have. I think it's a lot of just. I can just pull it up on Steam here. Yeah, I'm. I'm pulling it up. It's a lot of just like complete this, upgrade this, do this, kill X amount of thing, like beat this boss, beat this boss without getting hit. Like it looks very doable. It's just going to be, it's time consuming. And I think yeah, you can get but... a lot of these naturally, so it's not like it's going to be like a. Like the grind is you just playing the game, really. So that the the thing for me is I love the gameplay loop, so it's going to be easy enough for me to just stick with it and um stick with it and try and get this thing. Is it's going to be that one? Like I had Returnal on my radar as a game that I need to reinstall to go back to continue the grind for that platinum because it's RNG. Because I love the gameplay loop there. And this game scratches a very similar itch. If it's a game I can pick up, I can play for an hour. I can play for four hours. I can play for 15 minutes. That's the roguelike, baby. It really is. Like, I've found myself waning from my Pokemon Unite grind of my daily check-in there. And I'm just like, as soon as I get the chance, it's... (laughs) Yes, Brynvar, you 100% called it. His cult is the cult of the Gabagool. Would Um, you expect anything less, Brynvar? Because that's exactly... (laughs) what it's called <laughs> and you can assume mine is something disney themed and we'll see if you can guess that but uh yeah this seems like a game that even if i'm not like i'll i'll, I'll figure out what trophies i still need because I, I got this on playstation and i it's one that i'm gonna grind away at i really want to get the platinum in this game because i want to just keep playing it mm-hmm uh, and um, yet, uh, we we also we since we are live on twitch.tv slash Nernopolisnet for the time being until we figure out how to change our name. Uh, if there is anyone who is hanging out with us here and has thoughts on the game, we're happy to share those live on the air. I know uh, uh, Loki, Mike, and and Brynvar who are in the chat have both been playing it and and having a good time with it. Um, so what was I going to say? I, I think the trophies or achievements or whatever you want to call them, they're all very doable. Like, I haven't been trying to get any of them, really, and just naturally playing the game, and I have maybe almost half of them. Like, 15 out of 37, according to Steam. So, like, eventually it'll come. Like, I'm just scrolling through it. It, it. It's all very just, like, complete the game, pretty much. Collect all the cards, get the skins, whatever. Collect all the... Upgrade your call to do this, do that. Apparently, though, one of the skins is bugged at the moment. That's good. It's great. So the a fix will be coming for that. But yeah, the, the, the tough one in there is going to be there's one where you need to um you need to defeat the bosses without taking damage. I almost That's did one gonna of them. Be that would have been great. Um how far am I? I think I'm two I finished two of the bosses. I completely missed the water area by accident. Because I did Darkwood, then I did the one, the fire one? Uh, the okay. Area? Well, the second area for me was the one with the mushrooms. 
That's maybe the one. I don't remember. The one with the frog. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they were unlocking the same order. I didn't know. The, the the water's third? Okay, so that's where I am now. I jumped ahead to the um the one where the spider is. All the way okay, to the right. I, I only just finished the frog one. I missed the one that was on the far mm-hmm. left. I didn't even realize that there was a door there. And I'm like, this is like... I think I'm missing something. And I did. But fun game. I gotta play more of it. The only reason I got pulled away from it, uh, aside from life reasons, is just like some other stuff came out that I was looking so forward to. So many good games out right now, man. It's ridiculous. It's good. Uh, it's a good time for indie games because uh, the AAA lull is real. Yeah, and, but uh, no better time to be an indie than now. Pretty much. Uh, you want to talk about the next about indie game you've been playing? All right, well, I'll jump into what's pulling me away from Call to the Lamb, and that's uh, Roller Drum. So Roller this is Drum. the one from the um, uh, the developers behind that skateboarding game, right? Ollie Ollie. Ollie Ollie World, yeah. These are the same, um, yeah, it's the same devs from that, I believe. It's such a, it's such a me game. That, like, it's, the art style is great. It's cel-shaded. It's like Tony Hawk, Doom, and Jet Set Radio had a baby. So there's it's a one-hour free trial of this game on PlayStation Plus Premium. I think I'm going to download that. Is there? The you should yeah. probably try it. It's really fun. And there's also a PlayStation Plus discount on the game. So sell me more on this game. I need to know if I need to have it. Uh, it's a blast to play. If you're in this tournament, you're in the roller drone tournament, it's 2030. You're going around. You have to clear the room out of all these, like the bad guys that are there, the enemies, they all got different, uh, tiers of enemy, I guess you got like your regular grunts. You have, uh, your shielded guys. you got your snipers. You're constantly on the move. You're constantly dodging. You refill your ammo by doing tricks you can't bail out, so your main focus is really just trying to survive and to clear the map. The art style is great. It plays really well. Once the game clicks for you, it's just smooth sailing. It's just a blast to play. I lost, like, I think I was, I, last night I got home pretty late, so I was like, I'll play a little bit, and I played for, like, an hour. Okay. Um, so how, how much is it Tony Hawk, and how much is it, like, like... Tony Hawk is the one thing that gives me pause on it because like I have fond memories of the Tony Hawk games, but then I went and bought one and two HD remake and played like 20 minutes of it. That's, so, that's a you problem. That game is exactly I, the same. Uh, it plays the same. Okay. So maybe I will use this trial as uh, a decision as to whether or not I want to, uh, well, it doesn't feel exactly. It's got like the arcade skating kind of feel that Tony Hawk does. Okay. But like, it's not like, you know, exactly the same control wise. Like it's like it's even a different sport. Even you're on rollerblades, but you can. There's bullet time in it. It's a lot of. It's very. As much as it is like a like a kind of like an arcadey skater, it's also kind of like Doom Bullet Hell. Okay. Where you get like, if you stop, you gotta keep moving because if you stop, you can get completely destroyed. Like you'll just get mowed down by just the barrage of nonsense that's on screen because you're evading tanks, mines, all this stuff. You can dodge, you can perfect dodge, add to your bullet time meter. It's fun. Definitely try that hour trial or whatever it is on PlayStation. There's a discount on it, I think, everywhere because they're just yeah. doing like an introductory price. 
fun game though. Very fun. Okay, that's good to hear. I will at least try that demo or the one hour trial if I can find time between all this other stuff that I'm playing and watching. Yeah. And get back to you next time we're able to get together uh, to talk about it. Because also for those who are here, we may not be available to record next week. Maybe. Next week's recording is TBD. It may be one of those things that Sal and I just get together on the weekend and record something and put it out whenever we can. So please do be patient with us because we have lives and not everything can revolve around us doing this. This is us getting together for fun. So we'll make it work. We'll see. So the other indie I gave a shot. It's only out today as of recording. So I've only gotten a chance to put a few, maybe an hour into it uh, Mm -hmm. is Curse to Golf. Uh, I do need to say thank you, and I will tag uh, Chui Labs, the developer behind this game, for providing a Steam code, because uh, I'm absolutely enamored with this game. It is, it, it's challenging in a way that I didn't expect it to be, and it's me being bad at golf games, but I still really enjoy golf games. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the, it, it's almost like a, it's a, like a roguelike golf game. If that makes sense. So it's 2D, you're, you have, you know, your, your driver, your iron and your wedge. You've only got three clubs to switch between, but mm. you've only gotten a, you've only got a limited number of shots per hole. You run out okay. of shots, your runs over, but there oh. are ways to get more shots while you're on the hole. Um, uh, and you can, uh, Sorry, what was I saying? You you can... Yeah, there are Shot. ways to get more shots on the hole. There are, are trophies you can knock out to get either four or two additional shots. Mm-hmm. Um, there are power-up cards that you can buy from the shop and stock your deck with as you go through. Um, as you go through on a run, you can... If you find a shop, you can actually stash your cards at the shop so you can access them in future runs, which is kind of nice. If you mm-hmm. know you're probably not going to get through on this one because you haven't done enough to learn the mechanics and understand how the game works, then you can uh, just stash that and hopefully make a, a future run better. It's There's a lot to like here. It, it is challenging in, in a way that you can't see everything that, um, like, your, your field of view is limited, so you don't really know where exactly the ball is going to go, and that's some of the challenge in it for me. There are ways to redo your shots or do practice shots to kind of understand... Yeah. But it's, it's really, really good, uh, so much so that I went and looked at the trophy list and wanted this on PlayStation to get those trophies, so I also have it now on PlayStation, and it is downloading at the moment. I think oh, that's yeah. where we're going to finish it. Well, there but you I, go. I used the Steam code to kind of understand if I was going to like it and then wanted to support the developer, so I went and bought it on PlayStation. Regardless, uh, that is how much I'm enjoying this so far, and it's only very early in... Uh, again, I'm only very early in the game, but I do want to dig into it more i want to play it on playstation which is why i've now dropped it on steam i'm going to play it there exclusively well and here folks mitch doesn't like pc games i do and i don't like the problem i have with games on pc is i get distracted like how so just open like another tab and just like oh look we do something else. exactly i'm like oh look twitter or oh look people are being wieners in discord i'm gonna go hang out in discord stuff like that that's, and that's the same problem you have on console too though you plug it up to your computer it is the same problem i have on console to be fair uh, 
I think you just like PlayStation. That's the problem. I honestly, I think it's just it's that, and I also I really like the controller. Yeah. Dual Sense is just so good. That's a, that's a whole other argument we're gonna have. We will we will get into we will do a. a a bracket challenge of all the games controllers and figure out the ultimate game controller at some point. We'll have a couple guests on and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll clash it out. That's um, a dual sense. Like, the worst current controller. I it's think. really not. It's compared to what's other options. Well, if you're not encoding the joy con, because if it's the pro controller, pro controller is better. No, it's not the weightiness of the dual sense is better. The triggers are better. No, no, man. Uh, so, but honestly, for me, it's, it's the, there's too many steps. There's too many steps when it comes to using a controller on PC. This Either is the I best controller. You plug it in and it works. You do, but also some games it doesn't. And some games require custom mapping. And like, it's, I don't like having to plug stuff in. Wireless That's, is key. No, man. Convenience. <laughs> no, it's not. I, that's another debate. That's another yeah, whole PC versus console gaming. I Not even like, that. Just controller. Yeah, <laughs> controller that too. We got so too. much to talk about when it comes to this stuff, and we will have some some fun guests on to talk about some of these things eventually. But uh, yeah, like you held up a, a, a stock Xbox controller. I'm like, nah. Got to mm. be the elite if you're using an Xbox controller. That is extra money you don't need to spend, really. But you don't need to spend, but it's really nice. I almost bought that Elite controller, the Halo one, and I talked myself out of it because I, I was buy the Halo one. quitting my job a month later. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you had the foresight to do that. Like, if I knew I was quitting my job, I probably wouldn't have bought half the things that are in this room right now. Fair. Uh, including the... What, what, what's dumb that I bought in this room right now as I look around? I mean, the Pop Finals. I still got Charizard and Lucario up there to unbox. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. PC gaming has just never been my thing. I don't know what it is. It's the, the the pop of the trophy. It's the controller. It's There's a whole bunch of other things, at least for me, that make me want to play on a console rather than playing on a PC. And Justin in our chat had it perfectly. Playing PC games, mouse and keyboard just makes me feel like I'm still working. And I don't want to feel that way when I'm it's off the slap a, You slap a controller in. No, it's, it's not the same because then I'm tethered to this wire. I'm not playing the fucking super nintendo again i don't need a wire oh well that's okay that's a whole other debate <laughs> we will we will get there we will get there for sure but the the problem is i have so many games in my steam library that i want to play and i just can't bring myself to do it on pc mm -hmm. uh i need to put my password in to actually go through that because that's the other thing is for years, like my college years specifically, I uh, I played a lot of PC games because my friends were playing PC games and it's what you know we did. We, we, we had laptops, we were at school. So of course we just spent our time playing video games. But there's a lot that I have in my library that I want to play. Like I have all of the Batman Arkham games there that I want to replay before, um, I guess before Suicide Squad because Seeing that Arkham Knight stuff? Uh, oh, that looks, I saw that clip of Red Hood. Red Hood, yeah. Not it. Not, I, don't, I don't know if I like it. Look too floaty. It doesn't look done. It does not look finished. I, I can very much finished. see that being yeah. a game that gets delayed at the last minute. I saw, It went gold, 
I saw that it went gold like the same day I saw that clip, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it went gold the same way that Cyberpunk went gold and then got delayed. <sighs> it it went gold because it's gone to print because it's got to come out, but they are still working on that day one patch. If that patch doesn't fix the things they want to fix, game ain't coming out. Uh, we'll see. If, if it, I, I would love for it to come out and for me to be wrong because that is a game I want to play with a friend because it is two-player co-op. I need, I need, you know, the Dark Knight of Gabagool in there to, to hang out and, and play some games with me and then other, other friends as well that are interested in that game. It just, it's got to come out and be good. I can't wait to be floaty Red Hood. It's incredible. No, I call Red Hood. It looks like, it looks like there's no weight to anything he's doing. It's yeah. really, it's something. Yeah, so back to my Steam library. I've got games there that I want to play like Enslaved Odyssey to the West that went on sale for like $4. I opened that game up. Great, like really fun 3D action platformer from Ninja Theory, the studio that is now working on Hellblade 2. I forget the subtitle. So I I open this game up and guess what happens when I plug a controller in, Sal? Uh, It works nothing nothing happens when i plug a controller in because the game is just broken when it comes to controller support which game is this enslaved odyssey to the west it's not a real game yes it is it's a great game i rented it on the ps3 i want to play it and i can't keyboard my mouse and keyboard suck probably just means i need a new mouse and keyboard but i can't afford that i got credit card debt i got a mortgage oh well but yeah, like I've got the Batman games there. I've got, um, what else did I have in here that I still want to play? Borderlands is a great game to play on PC if I had a decent mouse. I have a bunch of Hitman games. It's a mouse. I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. That was fun. I play streamed that. That was incredible. I want to stream that. I got to get, I got to get back to that at some point because I promised you that stream. You did a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. Exactly. Uh, I've got KOTOR there because, oh, did we, we, we haven't talked about this on the show. My hate, hate relationship with the KOTOR games. Oh, because I, I, need I couldn't backup. stream it because it wouldn't I capture need, an OBS. I need backup for you to start ranting about KOTOR again. <laughs> well, it sounds like Aspire is not working on it anymore and they've handed it over to, uh, you know what? That's somebody a else. I'm happy with that. They're it's not they're not porting something. I don't I don't know if I trusted them doing that. I mean, but they I think it went from Aspire to another port house within Embracer Group. Oh, it's gonna suck. Then no, whatever. We have the yeah, original. It went from Aspire to Saber Interactive. I think. Well, we have the original. Nothing's wrong with it. <laughs> Nothing is wrong with the original Kotor. I mean, there's a lot wrong with it, but we'll get into that at a later time. Um, but speaking of Embracer Group, did you see the news today? I saw Lord of the Rings got bought. I don't know what else was going on with that because I had a busy day, but pretty much everything got acquired by Embracer Group today. They so they acquired they acquired the company that owns the rights to Lord of the Rings. Okay. So like I think it's called Middle Earth and Entertainment or Enterprises or something. I don't know. Either they they basically own all the rights to everything except um, there's an animated movie I think that's still being worked on. Because uh, that was a direct relationship with the Tolkien estate, as well as the Amazon series, the Lord of the Rings series, is another direct licensing arrangement with the Tolkien estate, as opposed to going through this thing. So, 
WB is doing weirdness or maybe it was, oh no. So, and then I think they still have the rights to make WB that is still has the rights to make games as long as they're doing it. It's, it's similar to the Marvel situation of Fox could make X-Men movies as long as they kept making X-Men movies. And then when they stopped, everything went back. Okay. It's, it's really weird, but they're already talking about doing like a Gandalf movie and then the Aragorn movie. And they want to the build this that, thing for all it's worth. Are these guys the guys that own THQ now or Nordic, whatever it's called? They are, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Embracer Group is... It's kind of crazy how much they own. It's they have 120 internal game development studios with more than 12,750 employees and contracted employees in so more than 40 Dis- countries. They're just Disney. No, because Disney's going to have their Disney and Marvel game showcase in September, and I'm going to milk my pants. I cannot wait for THQ and uh, Embracer Group to have the Middle Earth showcase, and they're going to show me their Avengers clone and it's going to be just as successful as the Avengers game was. I hate you sometimes. You can be Legolas. You can be Samwise. Hey, they did just announce the Winter Soldier is coming to Marvel's Avengers. Oh boy, let me install that game right now, Mitch. Yeah, are we doing it? Are we doing it? I'm not doing that. It's Cult of the Lamb to play. There's Roller Drone to play. There's Curse to Golf to play once it finishes installing on my PS5. The fact that Marvel's Avengers crossed your mind when all these other things are here to play? Yeah, I don't know why that happened. My brain does weird things. That game was... Oh my god. The only thing that game did well, it came out before Guardians because Guardians turned out to be a better game. They focused on a better game. Yeah, because they focused on making a single-player game instead of, here's a co-op game that's half-baked. Yeah, which is hopefully what we're going to get more of. Uh, We know we're getting Midnight Suns eventually. I'm glad they delayed it if they felt like it wasn't a game that should come out. We know we've got Insomniac Spider-Man 2. We've got Insomniac's Wolverine. Honestly, at this point, Marvel and Insomniac should just make a licensing deal where they make every Marvel game. But I know most of the money gets made on mobile. Yeah. Yeah. I just want my Daredevil game. I want my Arkham style Daredevil. Well, didn't That's, wasn't there a rumor that someone was working on that and it got canceled? Or, or no, maybe it was a Black Panther game. I or heard it was Black, an Iron EA, Man game. EA was making Black Panther. I think that's recent. Yeah, they're still working on that, but um, Iron Man got canceled. Someone was making. I don't remember who it was, but someone was Avalanche, making Avalanche. The studio behind Just Cause was working on an Iron Man game. That would have worked. I think it would have worked, and now it won't. It would have been just as clunky as Just Cause. So. That would have been fun, but uh, that's okay. We get what we got, and what we got is to talk about a bunch of Marvel movies and shows, because for those who don't know, She-Hulk premiered today over on that their Disney Plus streaming service. And Sal and I have been talking since the inception of this thing of doing a short-form MCU review segment on this show, where each week or every other week or some combination of that, we would look at an MCU movie or show and rank it uh, as a, on a tier list um, amongst all the other stuff. And we thought that would be a fun thing to do weekly. Um, there will be no spoilers for She-Hulk. We are not going to spoil something that just came out. There are other podcasts on the internet for that. 
Uh, but what we are going to do is discuss the other shows and movies that have come out. So if you're not caught up on the, all of the Marvel goodness, we'll try not to be spoilery about the stuff that came out recently, like uh, Miss Marvel last. or Thor Love and Thunder. But everything else is kind of uh, kind of fair game. So do be warned. So what are we going to... We're allowed to spoil up to what before Thor? Doctor Strange? I mean, we can spoil any of it. And also your video froze there for a second. I don't know why. That's good. Right, you're back. There we go. Okay. Um, we will try and remain as spoiler-free as we can. Oh, okay, I figured out what it is. What happened? It's problems on my end, I think. Oh, Mitchell's yeah. downloading a game that he already has installed. Of course he is. Throws the stream. No, we're fine. It's It's going. I think I just have to not be full screen. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, but we are going to go in and do our best now to take everything. Oh, are you goddamn ki- Sal, I need you to fill time. Remember uh, what I did before the show to get this all prepped and in order and everything? Oh, your thing reset again? Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. We're just going to deal with it the way it is. That's honestly. Good. Want me to fill time real quick? I'll just tell no, them. No, it's fine. Because we're just going to. Yeah, you tell them more about what we're trying to do here. So what we're going to do, ideally, we're going to do a combined tier list as well. I have my own list that I've ranked these movies from what I've seen and my thoughts as I've seen them. The fact you haven't we're seen it doing. all kind of, to me, feels like you shouldn't have an argument when I, I get sh- to say how great Eternals is. And I can have impressions because <laughs> I have seen clips of these things not that okay. i haven't seen, i've seen trailers i've seen little pieces here and there i can have impressions and opinions i won't have a say in the rank for those for our right. combined list because on my individual list that i have they i gotta even show up i have a did not watch so the way i did it i did it on letterboxd i don't know if you made your own individual list i've got my a list ranked on letterboxd uh mine, i haven't tiered the way that we uh, are doing it here today yeah i just have a numbered list that's on letterboxd the ones i haven't seen are at the bottom with a note saying did not watch so it looks what like have you, what have you not seen at this point i need to know that before we get into this so we're going to preface this for what i haven't watched i Correct. have not watched ant-man and the wasp okay that was a pure did not want to watch this movie choice uh we can get into that later but yes, we will that Eternals, I did not see. I did not watch Miss Marvel yet. And there's something... Definitely just, won't be any Miss Marvel spoilers then. She-Hulk just came out today, so I guess... One episode. That wiggle, doesn't, don't worry about that. I get a wiggle room on that one. Uh, is there something else? Moon Knight, did you watch? Moon Knight I watched. Hawkeye? I Hawkeye, I watched all the shows, I'm pretty sure. I think I finished Moon Knight. I think I did. Well, that's reassuring. I think I watched Moon Knight. I watched it. I don't remember if I finished it, but... Oh, God. All right. That's about it. For sure... Oh, and Black Widow. I didn't watch Black Widow. That's the other one. That one I don't really blame you on. Those are the four big ones that I haven't seen. Everything else I've seen either as it came out multiple times or... At least once, but like, we'll see. You've seen everything. Of course I have, because I have no self-control and need to watch this stuff as soon as it drops. 
so yeah, we're going to do a combined tier list with both our thoughts. We're going to try and be as uh, civil as possible to making a combined list. And as we go through, I don't know if it'll, it'll be weekly or not, but uh, we'll as figure out the cadence as- and we'll definitely preface the next MCU movie re-review and rank uh, prior to us getting to that. Mm-hmm. I think and, that makes the most sense. Yeah, that'll make the most sense. And then we will we'll do the tier list again at the end of it all, I think. Or we'll, we're just gonna we'll have build our, it each week. Each week we're we'll, build, it, we're we'll build it as we go, yeah. And then on my end, I'll have a separate letterbox that I'm gonna do as I watch them. Yeah, I'm gonna do a them. new letterbox without like even today, I'm not gonna refer back to my actually maybe I'll refer back to my existing letterbox list today but it also that list has been fairly fluid for me where things do move around quite a bit but i'll use it at least as like a a a bit of a starting point for the conversation that we're about to have that's what i'm going to because i have we i did this recently like when we first started talking about this maybe like the week or two before we did the first episode right fairly fresh like these are like okay like looking at it now i don't think i'd switch a lot and if i did it wouldn't really affect the tier list really so we can just we can jump right into this but how do you want to do this release order or do you want to do this like chronologically i want to do i want to do what we're doing right now chronologically or not chronologically release order okay release order so we're going to start with iron man so let's just for those watching along at home we can do that and uh we We should start yep tell tell the lovely listeners what our tiers are because so we don't... have a lovely tier list here. We are going to rank things in F tier, which is just, please don't watch this again. C tier, which is, you know, it's, there There are very few movies in the MCU or shows for that matter that are do not watch material. Most of them are worth watching once, twice, or, you know, three or four dozen times if you're crazy like me. So we've got uh, C tier, which is, you know, your average MCU movie. B tier, which is pretty good. A tier, which is great, and S tier, which is 10 out of 10, need to watch this regularly. It's shaped who I am as a human being. This is going to be an adventure. I can't wait. It is, and that adventure is going to start with us talking about the original Iron Man from 2008. Where were you in 2008, Mitch? I was in the 10th grade? I was... I remember seeing this trailer for this movie. I was in seventh grade going into grade eight. Yeah, we were youngins. Times have changed and we are uh, now talking to the internet about stuff and things. But now this is, it's the one that started them all. This is, we wouldn't have the rest of this without this movie. I'm very nostalgic for Iron Man 1 because I remember it just like, it didn't, feel like it was going to be the start of something big, but it was just another superhero movie that came out around that time because we had Spider-Man, we had the X-Men movies, we had, like, Blade, a bunch of random things, and then, like, oh, cool, Iron Man's getting a movie, I guess. Trailer looked cool, Black Sabbath was in it. Can't go wrong with the Sabbath. Let's watch this movie. Pretty good. And uh, we, no one knew that that was going to be the start to, like, this gargantuan saga that's still going that's not true one person knew that person being kevin feige i mean 
Kevin That's, Feige knew. Kevin Feige knew, obviously. No one else had a clue. But it, uh I mean, when this movie got announced, hadn't hadn't they already announced at least Hulk, right? I think Hulk had a trailer. I'm not gonna pretend to know because I was like twelve. <laughs> 13 maybe Fair enough. However, however old you were in like seventh eighth grade let's go with 13. well no it would have had to have had a trailer because the incredible hulk movie came out like a month after iron man hulk might have had a trailer who remembers i don't remember i tried blanking that movie out of my head it's not as bad as people make it out to be it's not good though i can tell you that then much it, then again i will say without spoiling anything from she hulk that the first episode does more for the character of bruce banner the hulk than that movie did they should have maybe, you know, worked out that deal with Universal and got a Hulk movie. Either way, we got to talk about Iron Man, directed by John Favreau. Started this whole thing off. We got that. This this changed the way people sit through credits in movies. It did. Like every movie now, everyone stays to the end because this one started off of the Samuel L. Jackson cameo of I need to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. And I collectively screamed in the theater. With about three other people. It blows, what was going on. blows my mind that now we live in a world that's not even just superhero movies anymore. You wait till the end for every Everything. single movie you see. I went to go see Nope, and people were just <laughs> sticking around till the end to see if anything was at the end of the credits. And I'm that's like, yeah, you guys are brainwashed now. Like, it's not like, like, the lack for a better term. Like, everyone's just like brainwashed and just like, they're going to sit here and wait because something might happen. Something we're might... conditioned to wait. We are conditioned, conditioned to wait. That's the better word, conditioned. We're conditioned yeah. to do this now. I will yeah. say for anyone that has not yet watched She-Hulk, I am conditioning you to stay through the credits. It's a Marvel show. Of course you can. Yeah, but not every episode of those shows has had those. So... At least on Disney Plus, you can kind of like scribble through the line and see if a scene... Well, you know if the, if the, right. the thing hasn't come up to watch something else that you probably want to stay in your seat... That's I'm just it. saying. She-Hulk, stay through the credits. Tips from the Disney Plus man himself. <laughs> That's me. But no, Iron Man. So we've got our, our our tiers, F, C, B, A, and S. I know where it falls for me, but I'm curious where this falls for you. I like Iron Man 1. It's a solid movie. You can go back to it. It still holds up, I think. It's not a masterpiece. It's not bad. It's good. I would stick this at the moment in B tier. Break my heart, so. B tier. That's uh, good. B tier is good. B tier is good, but I still think that this movie on its own, not taking into account everything it did for the MCU, is still a very good story about this billionaire playboy philanthropist who ends up with shrapnel <laughs> in his chest and has to sort his sort his demons out. I, I really like what they did here. It's and immediately, immediately, this movie ends on him being like, yeah, I am Iron Man. Just circumventing the trope we'd seen in every superhero movie up to this point. Like, there's so, like, the only thing I'd give it a knock for is the villain. Because the villain, this is the first villain in a list of very many MCU villains where the villain is just the same thing as the hero. But it's bad. a cheesy, it's cheesy. It's got, like, I should, I like, should like this a lot more just because it has, like, hints of little bits of like early 2000 superhero movies like yeah sprinkled in there like i not a surprise to anybody i love the sam raimi movies who doesn't except for the third one uh but like 
because Iron Man just comes out in that era. There's hints of it in that movie, but there's also just like going back to it. There's like the little seedlings of like little things you'd see throughout the MCU and how it's just evolved to now. But I, w- I will say the original Iron Man was top 10 MCU for me until Miss Marvel came out in my list. So I'd really like it to be at least at A tier. Where did I put Iron Man? Iron Man for me is at like 13, I think on my That's list. It's still pretty high. It's high. It's a good movie. It's, Hot I would say it's a great here. movie. This is one of those ones I can go back and rewatch a dozen times and I not agree. get tired of it. I want to say like top of B tier, low A tier. I'm I'm good to say low A tier, but I want it in A tier. We got to start this one off strong. We'll put Iron Man in A, but it's okay. like low A for me. We'll see it's if it like, moves around before the end of the night as we talk about everything else. But for me, Iron Man is an A tier movie. I'll tell you what not is. I'll tell you what isn't going to contend for A tier, The Incredible Hulk. You mean the the movie I already put in F tier before we even talked about it? I haven't even looked at the stream or how we're doing this, but I better have been F. (laughs) I mean, that's yeah. There's not much else to say. Like, it's not good. Not good. It should have been good. It should have been good. There's good things here. It just doesn't come together. It's like one or two. Like this is just like the ugly duckling of the MCU because this is just like did not feel like an MCU movie really. No, all. it didn't because it it at this point the MCU really didn't know what it was. And it doesn't really help that they don't even get like Edward Norton didn't want to come back, so it's not even really connected. But it is though because you got Thunderbolt all, Ross in Civil War. Such a mess. This movie's not good. They should have just I don't know. We got Abomination back in Shang-Chi and from the trailers he's back in She-Hulk. Did we though? I'm just saying. I don't know. I just uh, didn't like this movie when it came out. Don't really like it now. I haven't seen it in maybe over 10 years. I would, I've definitely seen it more recently than that. It's Ooh, so good dawning through this talk. No, it's... Look, I'm I'm tired. Get off my back. Um, no, like I've I've done MCU rewatches ahead of. I think I, the last one we did was ahead of Endgame releasing, mm-hmm. and it, while it's not a bad movie, it's not a good movie. And in this tier list that we're making, not good is equal to F. Like if this is if someone laid out all these MCU movies, this would be like one of the handful that I'd look at and say, do not put this on or I'm going home. Really? I would watch it. I would watch it almost ironically. Well, not like literally goal. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'd like pick it literally anything else. Like, yeah, Sal's sitting here throwing a hissy fit because he doesn't want to watch Ed Norton play Bruce Banner. Listen, maybe they should have just made a better movie. And uh, Maybe they would have had Universal not been involved. That's all I'm going to say. Too many, yeah. too many hands just, in the pie. Too many cooks can spoil the brownie. Too many cooks ruin my brownies. Oh, have I ever shown you too many cooks? No. Okay. But now you have a, to. That's an off-air video. Okay, fair enough. That's, uh, it's not bad. It's Adult Swim. It's just really long and we're going to get distracted from this. I mean, yeah, and this is going to take us a while. So let's get on to the third movie, which was Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Not as good as Iron Man 1. I will agree with you on that one, but it did replace Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle. So it's got that going for it. Yeah. Iron Man 2, it's got uh, Mickey Rourke. He wants his board. 
uh, Iron Man 2 is... There's like bits of Iron Man 2 that I really like. And then there's a lot of Iron Man 2 that I could go without. So again, directed by John Favreau. Do you know who wrote Iron Man 2? Uh, lay it on me. I got no clue. Justin Tarot. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that until just now. What the hell? I don't know. Iron Man 2 is it felt longer than it was, I think. Like, I'm just was, trying to like... uh this doesn't say how long. It was 125 minutes and definitely felt like more than a two hour. It movie. felt way longer than two hours, I can tell you that much. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. There was just uh it there are some fun things it does. Like again, this whole thing of Stark having to create a new element to save his life in the introduction of Black Widow. Like there's some fun stuff here, but overall it's it's not one you have to watch. I think you could skip it if you wanted to. There's some good scenes in it. Like Tony the Stark the don't like Tony Stark scenes where it's just like Robert Denny Jr. just being Tony Stark. Yeah. And just like hanging around. Those are good. Like him interacting with Fury Olsen. and Black Widow. The character stuff's really good. It's just the yeah. movie's just like whatever. Yeah. Right, I so throw it in. Where are we putting this whatever movie? Where did I put this in my list? I ranked this really low, actually. I think I did too. I think it was I just above the F tier movies. That's where I have it. I have it so very low. So you want to say C tier or do you want to say F tier? I it's not an F tier because I wouldn't hate watching this. I movie would watch again. it again, yeah. This is a C tier. This is All a lower right. C tier. This is not a terrible movie. It's just not great. It's not, it's not, it, someone says, show me an MCU movie. You're not showing them Iron Man 2. Pretty and much. And you're also not going to show them Thor, directed by Kenneth Branagh that came out in 2011. Here comes our first disagreement. What are first, you saying? First of many disagree. I like this movie. Oh, no. I mean, there are things, again, this is the same as Iron Man 2. There are things about this movie that I like. I like the story. I like what they're trying to tell. I just think it's a little heavy handed like with some of the the writing i like a lot of the set well asgard looks fucking beautiful asgard in this movie. looks dope in this movie everything in asgard looked awesome except thor's helmet yeah they did it just to do it uh i i liked chris hemsworth's bleached eyebrows no that looks so bad uh no i it I, the first time they did the thor fish out of water story I liked I, I liked this movie. It was just like cheesy, like fish out of water. He learns to not be such a cocky asshole and protect people and try and like you know take some responsibility. It's like coming of age, I guess you would call it. Kinda, or like it's a journey of self discovery. That's right? what it is. It's it's figuring out who you are in the grand scheme of things, especially when you don't have the thing that you thought was your, like, it's an identity crisis, right? Am mm -hmm. I Thor? Am I, you know, Donald, what's his face? Mm -hmm. Like there, there, like there's a good, again, this is very similar to Iron Man two for me of, there is a good story here. Mm -hmm. It's just wrapped in a not great package. Yeah. I don't know. I, when I saw this in theaters, I was pleasantly surprised because like, I'm not going to, like, bullshit. I've, like, almost nobody knew anything, really, about these characters. Like, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, before 
2008 really marvel was taking a real risk starting this big project with these characters because they are not the ones that at least at that point late 2000s Mm. which still feels weird to say if you Uh, weren't in x-men or spider-man no no one knew you people knew blade before they knew these guys like that's those blade movies are so bad though oh but they're triple h is in one of them (laughs) yeah he is those ryan reynolds oh my god um but yeah, no, I like I like Thor because Thor also reminds me of just those early two thousands movies, where it's just kind of like cheesy. It's cheesy, but for me, over over time, the cheesiness has worn me down. Where I don't enjoy this as much as I did when it first came out. Yeah, I feel like if I watch this again, it's going to be lower. But a lot of these, like I said, my list is based off of my first impression of it, and like the lasting impression that it's had in my mind. Because I think I've seen this movie twice and i think okay. it was both within the year that it came out i think i know where i want to put it but where do you want to put it this might i might be willing to compromise on this one just because knowing that nostalgia i have for it uh let's see i have it in my list it's also kind of high not even actually it's like in the middle i want to throw it like in C, it's in c tier for sure okay okay i'm glad we were agreeing on that that's where i wanted to put it because for me, I don't enjoy this as much as I do Iron Man 2 going back to it. Hmm. Uh, I was worried you were going to want it in B tier. and that's No, 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 no. This oh, is not okay. a B tier. Okay. It's good. Like, I would next watch it again, the, but it's not. Yeah. This next one, though. This one, for sure, we disagree on. You don't like Captain America, the first Avenger? I love Captain America, the first Avenger. I really like it. I wouldn't say I love it. I love this movie. I, I, the first time I saw this, I was in awe. I really, really liked this movie. Like, it's not a great movie. No, but, but I did some really fun things with the character. It. It's fun things with the character. There's a lot of people's first, like, introduction to Captain America. And just, like, it just feels like a, just like an early 2000s, just like a war movie. I, don't, I liked it. Like, it's got, like, it's got lightheartedness to it. Chris yeah, Evans from the, is really good as from the director of such uh, hits as Jurassic Park 3 and Jumanji. One of those movies is good. Yeah, Jurassic uh, Park 3. Oh my god. No, it's uh, Jumanji. I'm not, I'm not that much of a monster. Um, but yeah, no, I really... I liked Captain America 1. Like, Captain America... Like, I, I don't think it's a very uncommon thing to say. I think Captain America had the most solid trilogy out of all the original Avengers. That's a very easy thing to say. I would exactly. I would agree with you 100% on that. Mostly because Winter Soldier is like, if not in my top five, then it's in my top three of best mm-hmm. MCU movies, period. So I'm, I'm with you there. It's a, it's a fun time. I love the World War II motif, the very serialized feeling nature of it. Like it, it feels like an old war serial, yeah. like comic serial. Mm-hmm. It's very bright and vibrant, which we you don't get from many, you know, war films. Yeah, it's a it's a colorful movie. I like this movie a lot. Like this is this is one I've seen more recent than the rest of the things we've talked about right now. Like not yeah. like the last years. Within the last five years, I've seen this movie again. Yeah, and I loved, I loved it. I was flicking like I was. It was like Christmas vacation or something, You're and my dad was channels. flicking through channels, and like Captain America was on. I just sat there and watched it. It's one of those ones, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. This Um, one. I like this this movie a lot. I like it a lot. I 
I don't know if I like it as much as Iron Man, which is the problem with Iron Man being an A tier, I think, where this, this is a movie I'm putting B tier. See, here's the thing. I want this in A tier. Low A tier. If we got Iron Man in A tier, we can put this yeah, in A tier. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. All right, let's do it. I let you right. have Iron Man. Let me have Captain America 1. It's all yours, buddy. All right, let's move on go. to the culmination of Phase 1, Marvel's The Avengers, released May the 4th, 2012, directed by what many people would refer to as a piece of crap, but we won't talk as much about that, written and directed by that same person. But uh, the first Avengers, this team-up to end all team-ups until the next team-up. Well, maybe not the next one, but the one after that. It's uh, it's still one of my most watched Marvel movies. It's, it's so... like It's just fun seeing these characters interact and bringing them together. What you talked about in Iron Man 2... <laughs> those moments of characters interacting, I get so much more of that from a movie like this than I do that movie. The, the scenes at like the Battle of New York, the circle shot, like there's just so much iconic filmmaking that's in this. Shawarma is now po a popular dish all over the world because this movie mentioned shawarma. This movie did introduce a ton of people to shawarma and I find that hilarious. Uh, it's hilarious, but also how I was introduced to it and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Um, I'm very nostalgic for this movie. Uh, it's a good watch though. Like this one it I've really also is. seen recently in the last couple of years. Cause it's just like, it's fun. I go, I go on like the other day I was watching like just clips from Avengers one. This is one just, of those ones that I'll just throw on when I'm trying to fall asleep. Cause I have such like, it, it's a comfort movie to me. It's one of those mm -hmm. ones that I could quote almost the entire thing end to end. It's just, it's so good. So good. Other than that, Captain a, America suit. I have a lot. Of, it's it, we. It's the suit. It's funny. How does it work though? I still don't know how the helmet works. I know it. It's like, like he a, takes it's it off a, and there's a like a hood. I don't it's know a hood. He puts it. it on. And he was like, but then it's why like a is cow. it hard? It's, like a it's a helmet. It, but it's a it's a hard helmet. And then when he takes it off, it looks like a hoodie. Movie I don't magic. get it. Movie magic. It's hard. Like probably here, and then like you pull it down. Anyway, I still don't understand how that works. But that that not being said, or that 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 notwithstanding, is this our first S tier movie sell? So here's the thing. Don't do. This I don't know. Sell. It's definitely the lowest this is going is high A. Oh, yeah, I I won't I won't let you argue to put it anywhere lower than A. I want to I want to fight for it to be S tier just because it is. I this. don't know if it's S. Where is it on your personal list? Six. Okay. <laughs> Mine's eight. Like, <sighs> it's not top five for me. I, just, I don't want. But the, again, the, we can't. Just, we can't go based on our list either, because like these lists are fluid and they're going to change. Like, no, I understand. I'm just. I want to like a reference point of where we would see this compared to the rest of the MC, right? Yeah. So like, I like this movie more than the rest of the movies we've talked about so far. I think. Agreed. 110% agreed. The only thing that really touches this close to me is uh, Captain America 1. It's not really close. I was going to say, it's not, those movies, Iron Man and Captain America, are not close to Avengers for me, personally. I. I'd put this in high A. I don't know if I'd put it in S tier. Can we let's put it in S tier for now, and we'll we'll come back to it because we're we we got to keep this moving along. And we'll I, stick it in S for now. We'll leave this as the unofficial first S because this was 
the culmination as tier. This this was the one that gave everyone goosebumps in the theater when the circle shot happens and that Alan Silvestri score hits. Like we can leave just... this in S tier because I think this is the first MCU movie that I willingly went to the theater more than once to go watch. Agreed. Agreed. I saw this I think three times in the span of a week and a half. All right, we got to keep going because we're already running at about an hour. And oh, we we're going. This one's going to go long. We knew that it, from the get-go, though. We did, but we can see how quickly we can get through any more of these. We'll Blame Cult of the Lamb. It's too good of a game. We talked about it for too long. We did talk way too much about Cult of the Lamb, but go and play it if you haven't. It's really good. Iron Man 3, first movie of Phase 2. Uh, how do you feel about this? Because I have a hot take on this one. What, you love this movie? This is the best Iron Man this is the wow. movie of the trilogy. Wow. Okay. No, it's not. Yeah, it is though. It really no. is. It is. Iron Man one's definitely better. We're gonna disagree for sure on this one. Shit. I have it right beside Iron Man two. Really? <laughs> oh my I god! Did... I cannot wait until we get to rewatching this. This I... is such. This is a one fun movie. This is one I've been meaning to rewatch because I watched this when it came out and I hated it. Oh, I cannot wait because it is one of I think it is one of the best action movies in the MCU. I know I didn't like this movie. I think my issue was that there wasn't a lot of Iron Man. I didn't think I, I don't think I appreciated the character work in it. Okay. I was just like annoyed that there wasn't a lot of Iron Man. There was a lot of just Tony Stark hanging out with this kid. So I, I was annoyed. I, I love that though. It's such good banter because this kid is I was annoyed. Cool. I wanted to see Iron Man blow shit up all the, the whole movie, and I didn't get that. It, it was definitely a smaller scale movie compared to the action sequences we got in Iron Man and Iron Man 2. That being said, just because Iron Man 2 had a bunch of robots exploding didn't make it a good movie. Oh, I understand. Like I, I said, this the, is right beside Iron Man 2. Like, I don't I didn't like really either of them. Oh, man. I, I, I really love what this does in, ter, in, ter, in terms of dealing with PTSD and, and how Tony Stark is not a soldier and he has to deal with the ramifications of the events in New York. Mm -hmm. the idea of you know is it him is it the suit there's this whole dichotomy of who is he is he tony stark is he iron man the relationship between pepper and um aldridge killian and, and that's all really weird and creepy the that misdirect of the mandarin i did not see it coming the first time mm -hmm. i saw this movie and that blew my mind that ben kingsley was just there as an actor and it was mm -hmm. all staged. Like it was the first real major misdirect that we had in one of these movies. And I think it really, I really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I think it's really good. So yeah, I know, no. I know we're going to disagree on this, but I'm hoping we can like Iron Man two was a, a high C and maybe this is a B or do we got to put them side by I will compromise. I will put it beside Iron Man two. Like I will we put can it put it above tier. Iron Man 2. I can tell you I liked it more than Iron Man 2. Well, the thing is, I was just going to put these in terms of the release order. I'm not going to rank them within the individual Oh, tiers. okay, okay, okay. We'll throw it in so, C tier for now, then. Okay, fine. Let it be known that I like it more than Iron Man 2. Well, but he, here's what we're going to do. We're not even going to talk about the next movie, and Thor The Dark World's going to go to F tier. That's that's an F tier. Are we going to Perfect. On that Moving one? on to one of the best movies in the MCU, Captain America The Winter Soldier. That's going right to S tier. S tier, 100%. It that's, is out of this world phenomenal. That's a movie I can show my dad and he doesn't give a shit about the MCU and he'd like it because it's a good spy movie. It is a it's good a spy good movie. Yeah. That's a good movie. Like that's one you just show somebody who doesn't care about superheroes. 
it's well it's, shot. It's got that the the elevator scene is iconic. The character development we get here is really good just within this movie. It it doesn't need to tie into the rest of the MCU. It's just this movie about government surveillance and what is too far. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's really, really interesting. I cannot wait to see what they do with Captain America 4, New World Order, because mm-hmm. it does seem like that is probably going to have similar um a similar vibe to this movie of it's going to focus more on conspiracy theorists and how the internet is influencing people to, you know, make less than savory decisions. Or he's just, just going to fight Hulk Hogan. Or he's just going to fight Hulk Hogan, which I would also be okay with because Hulk Hogan kind of terrible. But yeah, this is uh, an S tier movie. This is one you could show anybody who doesn't watch the MCU and they'd enjoy it. Like, where is this on your list? Cause this three. is very, this is very high for me. This is number three on my personal list before this is rewatch. And I don't expect my, it to move very much. This is my number two. Yeah, see, I can understand that. It's flipped It's flipped for me a couple of times. Hmm, there's one movie that's above it. I don't think it's going to get touched, but like I think my one and two are solid. I don't think those are moving anytime soon. Yeah, for me, two through five is a little more fluid. Number one will never move. Mm-hmm. And I think we can both agree on what number one is. I think we both know what number one is. Either way, we can move on to another number one in that it is the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie from 2014. Oh, I love this movie. This movie's a lot of fun. This is this is the best use of music, I think. Even to this day, I still think the, the use of music here is better than it was in Guardians 2 or anything else that's come after it. There's there's good musical cues, and I think the Disney shows or the Disney Plus shows have done a better job of using music. But just the way that like this is the first soundtrack I own on vinyl. Like the first mm-hmm. vinyl I went out and bought for myself, because it's it's just that iconic. Mm-hmm. James Gunn just has a very particular style when it comes to these characters and how they're written and i'm very it's very bittersweet that we're getting volume three next year and and then mm-hmm. that's going to be it for this run of these characters yeah this is i really really like this movie like i this is it's an a tier i can tell you that i might fight for it to go into s that 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 that's kind of where i'm at with it as well where it's like it's top 10 for me but it's like lower in the top 10 this is my number four. Oh, I love this movie. Yeah. See, it, it's for me, it's really, really good. I don't know if it's now. Nah, fuck it. We'll put it at a tier or S tier. Put it in S. This is, they took James Gunn took a bunch of fucking nobodies. No one knew about except rocket raccoon. Cause he was in Marvel versus Capcom three and made them all household names. Yeah. Every this, single this, one. This, reinvigorated the career this created a career in cinema for dave batista and reintroduced us to um chris pratt there's too many chris's in the mcu chris pratt chris hemsworth chris evans Evans. chris kirkpatrick nope that's um that's that's backstreet boys there's a Um, lot of but yes guardians of the galaxy great movie that's another one I'd show somebody just to throw a movie on. This one I'd go back to watch. Just I think what's nice about this is this is the first movie in a while that hasn't relied on you needing to have seen the rest of the MCU. Winter Soldier does a pretty good job of being standalone, but this is the one that's just like, we'll drop these five weirdos into the middle of nowhere and it it delivers on the level of an Avengers type team up. Yeah, and Winter Soldier is good too, just because it does we're gonna go back to that for a second, but the fact that they didn't throw a number on Winter Soldier. 
mm-hmm. you can just watch that movie it helps. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to another movie they didn't throw a number on, and maybe they if they had it, it, it might have done a little better. But either way, this is kind of a this is one I'm uh, I'm kind of upset this didn't deliver, and that's Avengers: Age of Ultron. This is another one I'm torn. Uh, I like the character stuff in this a lot. I, I do, but also it doesn't. This movie this features one of the best Marvel villains in all of Marvel comics and does nothing with him. The trailer for this movie, the first teaser trailer they showed for this were phenomenal. The Iron Man mask was getting ripped apart, turning into the Ultron mask. I was mm-hmm. so excited. And then we, we got like some slapstick Ultron. And it could have been so good. James Spader does a great job in his delivery in this role. The, the character is so close to being good, but there just isn't enough of con- like, I, I mean, I say there isn't enough of consequence. He drops a city, but mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like it has the same scale as Avengers did to be on that that um, that echelon upper echelon of this is an Avengers level threat. And yeah. it, for me, it doesn't even really compare it to the Guardians having to go up against um, friggin' the Hammer guy with the stone. Ronan. Ronan. That I mean, these are forgettable. It's fine. Um, I remember. But it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a threat the way that. Winter Soldier did with uh, Project Oversight and and the way Loki did in Avengers and the way that Ronan did in Guardians. It just it's disappointing for someone who is a very very complicated character in the comics to not be delivered mm. to the screen in a way that is redeeming of that character. Yeah, like this should have been a lot better than it was. It's not awful. It's not great. I'd rewatch it, but I would rewatch I would rewatch it before Iron Man two, Thor, and Iron Man three. But I would not rewatch it over Iron Man or Captain America the first. It's def- it's definitely a C. There's scenes I'm in this movie that B-tier. I like. Like it, yeah. I don't know if I put it in. There's there's scenes I like. I like. The, there isn't the enough bubble. to like though. The, the highway chase is good. Highway chase is good. The scene where they're just hanging out trying to lift Thor's hammer. I fucking love that scene. That, and then Cap just makes it shift just a little bit. Just and to, then to make Thor Ultron, Ultron first shows up and he's got that brooding, like, zombie kind of walk to him and he's just very intimidating and kind of just, like, threatening. It's very... Uh, that scene's great. It's and then, spooky. Then Ultron just turns into, like, Tony Stark. Villain of the week. And then the ending scene, his last scene when he's talking to Vision, right before really Vision... Good. Awesome. That scene's awesome. Uh, and then you've, you've got the scene with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch of you want to stay in here and be safe, feel free. But if you step out this door, you're an Avenger. Mm-hmm. And he does the whole thing of like, you know, we're, we're fighting on a flying city and we're fighting a bunch of robots and he's got a space hammer and I've got a bow and arrow. Yeah. Like I would constantly tell people this is the Hawkeye movie we never got. Because there was got a Hawkeye, which is the Hawkeye, Hawkeye story that we got. Yeah, this was a lot of Hawkeye in this movie, and I liked it, but it's not too. enough. To like, it's not enough it, to redeem it. It's it's I I put it in C. Like, I'm it's with right. You. I can really, I can drop it in C tier for sure. C tier for sure for Age of Ultron. I just wish the movie was better. The execution of it. All right, now speaking about a movie that I think is better, and that's Ant Man. I'm very indifferent with this. Well, I mean, I am too, but I still think that this delivered the Ant Man story in a way that was fresh because you're doing the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man. You're not doing um, 
Hank Pym. Hank Pym is here as like a mentor type figure, or a, yeah. a bit of a, an antagonist for a bit of, for a while in this movie. And I, I like their relationship. Yeah. Luis is hilarious. The other con, ex cons are, are really fun. The idea of this guy being an ex con just because he tried to do good things and then getting an opportunity to be the good guy and be, uh, be a hero, I think is really fun. I think they play with size in an interesting way. Like the powers seem like fun. Like it, mm. it's delivered in a cool way. Yeah, I um, I've only seen this when it came out. Uh, this one is I have I have this is one I have not gone back to watch, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. Had a good time. See, this is similar to me with Winter Soldier, where I can have anyone watch this movie and just say, "Hey, it's a superhero heist movie," mm-hmm. and and they get it and they're in. And this does a good enough job to stand alone to just be like its own movie. Now, I don't think it delivers on the scale of an Iron Man or a Captain America First Avenger, but I think it's still a very good movie. Oh, yeah, no, it's a fun watch. Like, this is yeah. something you can throw on to show somebody, and it's... You know, this is enjoy. one, if it's on TV, I'll sit down and watch it, because it's fun to watch. Yeah. This also has the best trailer I've ever seen, yeah. where it's just them, like, slapping their knees, yelling ants over and over again. Ants. That's yeah. the best. It's so can funny. We, can we agree on this being a B-tier movie for now and move on? It's a B. I'll put it in B. I don't, I don't hate this movie. I don't First have any B-tier like, movie. I put this low when I rank this, but I definitely am fixing that. That's a B at least. Yeah, I think at least in my... Where do I have it on my list? I have it lower than I thought I did, but we'll see. We'll see how this, we'll see how this shakes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on to Phase 3 and Captain America Civil War. Can we just agree this is an S-tier movie and move on? A? No. Hi, A. Really? Yeah. Man, I gave you Guardians at S, and you're going to take what is one of the best teams. Okay, if Guardians Guardians is in there, we'll put this in there. Like, we're putting a lot of things in S. That's my problem, though. Yeah. Well, tell me why you think it's an A-tier movie. It's great. It's not Avengers. It's yes, not, it's... like... It is, but it isn't. There's a, there's good in this... I don't think it's an S-tier. There's there's good in the movie though. There's a lot of like this is probably one of my favorite representations of Spider-Man that we got in the MCU. That's because every other rendition of Spider-Man has just been Iron Man Jr. Yup. Glad we're on the same page there. This is the most Spider-Man's been in the movies. I like Black Panther more in this than I do in his own movie. I love the introduction of Black Panther here, that's for sure. Uh I love the Scarlet Witch storyline, like her dealing with the trauma of what happens in in Africa and and dealing with that and her relationship with with Hawkeye here, plus the relationship budding with Vision and how that all plays out. I I love the story of the Superhero Registration Act from the comics and from Marvel Ultimate Alliance too, for the real ones out there. Mm. I got you. There's there's a lot to like about that storyline and how it's adapted here. While I can't be something on the scale of the comic civil war just because it's not Endgame, and that's where the like Endgame could have been to the scale of what civil war was or civil mm-hmm. war could have been to the scale of what Endgame was that is yeah uh, they just didn't have the characters at the time which i understand you keep it a little smaller it, it is this captain america iron man story of iron man realizing no i've been out in the public since day one and nothing's gone wrong except for mm-hmm. that dude one time tried to blow up my house with a helicopter yeah, that worked out. Um, and Captain America, obviously, you know, man of the people, the 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 right to anonymity, all this stuff, especially after the events of Winter Soldier. I 
the seeds that that movie plants here coming to fruition of Cap being very anti-establishment makes sense for his character and the character arc that he's been on. And like you said, you wanted Iron Man being Iron Man. This is a movie where Iron Man is Iron Man. Like he oh, gets I know. a plane and the plane just forms the suit around him. And then like... Yeah. Like this is... It's a great movie. I don't know if it's an S tier. I don't want S tier to get crowded. That's my problem. S tier is going to get crowded because the MCU is great. I don't know if there's a lot of S tiers in the MCU, to be honest. If I'm looking at this, there are... There's at least... Three four. more for me. Four more for me. Let me see what's coming up. There's at least one, two, three maybe. Like three more. Let me have the same three movies in mind. For me personally, it's four, but that's because it also includes a show you haven't seen yet. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't... Can we put it in S tier for now and then decide later if we want to move it down? We'll put it in S for now to get through the Thank list and then we'll see what's here. All right. Moving on to the next film here. That's Doctor Strange. This is... Spooky. You may as well throw this right beside Ant-Man. It's a solid movie. It's a, it, it's a watchable movie. It, it doesn't... Yeah. Like, the visual effects are out of this world. But, yeah, it's it's fine. Doctor Strange is another one where I like him more in his other movie. Like, the movies that aren't his movies, I like him more in those. He's better in Thor Ragnarok than he is in Doctor Strange. Yes, he's a better character in Ragnarok than he is in his own movie. All right. That's no. Let's let's keep her going. Let's keep her going uh, with Guardians 2. That's a... Where do you want to put it? For me, it's an A-tier movie. I think it does a lot to build off that first movie. It, it, the relationship between Quill and Yondu, I think, is really fun to explore here. I love mm. the, the, the whole thing with Rocket, Yondu, and Groot when the Ravagers are taken over by Nebula. The infighting there is, is all really cool. The, the story and the idea of having Ego, the living planet, be a, like have a physical form and be this the explanation of what Quill's origin is, which is much different from in the comics, I think is really good because dude's got daddy issues and it comes back to bite him in uh, a future film. And we'll talk about that. And it's Kurt Russell. And you can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. Like if, 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 if it wasn't going to be David Hasselhoff, it had to be Kurt Russell. Like this is solid. This is an A. This is a solid uh, movie. Yeah. Solid, solid A tier movie. It, do- it doesn't rep like it doesn't, hit the same highs that the first one did, but that's okay because it's hard to replicate that same. Like it, it, it feels to the, like it feels a little samey, but only because mm-hmm. the first one did such an incredible job of setting this groundwork for where these characters were going to go. The second yes. one just kept it going. It just didn't feel as fresh because we have two great movies with these characters in this universe. Yeah. Like I would, I like them both. I like one a bit more. But like a little bit, like two's right behind it. I throw it an A. Yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm with it's you there. Tier. It's it's an A tier. It's a solid top of the A tier. Yeah, I agree with you there, 100. Uh, moving on to the first of three Spider-Man movies, Homecoming. This is uh, the best of three Spider-Man movies. I think. It's uh... oh, why did you have to say that so early? I can't. I can't wait till we get to No Way Home and oh, everyone man. wears off about the nostalgia. Because this is a, uh, see, this is tough. A lot of this is just like a. 
for me, it's very a very rewatchable movie. I love like there's some scenes I really love. The whole Spider-Man dual backflip. He is he. This is the one where he feels the most like Spider-Man out of the three movies. Yes. Um, I mean, yes and no. Yes, yeah. Why they why they make him Iron Man, man? Like it's, that's my whole issue. But yeah, I'm with you on that. Like I like Homecoming a lot out of the three. Like. Like Spider-Man, like I can't even like. I'm getting heated thinking about it. That's unfortunate. I know. I'm trying to think of where I'd put it because there's a lot of good in this movie. There really is. This one I can throw. I've watched this one multiple times in the theater. I'd lie if I say I wasn't like obsessed with this when it came out. Because mm-hmm. the the sky was the limit when I saw this movie, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for the future Spider-Man. And yeah. then uh, how that treat you? Uh, we got into the Spider Verse, so I'm we very did get happy. into the Spider Verse, and we can all be very happy that we got that. But until we get there and ranking movies that are outside the Marvel purview, this is a B tier, high B, low A. See, I would want. Okay, I'll. Uh... I'll I'll let you have this mostly because I want No Way Home at A tier eventually, but we'll talk about that when we get there. I'll hear that argument. Like I don't hate No Way Home. We'll get to that. We're getting to we'll, that. We'll get to it. We will get to it. But first, we got to get to Thor Ragnarok. That's 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 an S tier. That's a really that's my number three. See, it's gotten bumped a couple of times. Uh, but it's definitely like it's been a top five staple for me the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It takes this character, like you see, where we have the first two Thor movies ranked the first one at C tier and the second one at F tier. It takes this character that very few people cared about, especially since he didn't have a very good showing in the Avengers movies we got either, and reinvents this character. What Taika Waititi did here with Chris Hemsworth and Thor is just out of this world. Like, Literally, yeah. he ends up on Sakaar. We get Planet Hulk as a Thor movie. I like this movie a lot. There's a lot of a lot of good in this. Tom Hiddleston is uh, great. Mark Ruffalo does a phenomenal job. This is a semi-Hulk movie. He had to try his best. Korg is great. Korg yeah, was great. It's an was easy, great. E- easy call to have this be an S-tier movie. This is an S-tier, and I was really happy at first when I saw Love and Thunder looked like it was going to be more of the same. And then it was but, more of the same. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, but first, we got to get to Black Panther. First, we'll get to Black Panther, which is... I recently rewatched this. I I really like... I, I like it a lot more than I thought I did. That being like, said, it is a solid B-tier movie. Solid B-tier. I like this movie. Um, I like T'Challa and everything else that he's been in compared to his own movie not to say that the I, I like bad. him more i like him more here than either of the avengers appearances to be fair mm. well i mean like because he does things here he, he there's a character here there is this you know my problem is i like uh, i like killmonger this movie a lot more than i like black panther well this movie is like uh, the more i think about it the more i want to put it at a tier because you're you're totally right in the character of killmonger is like it's next level marvel villain like there's there are board games 
that feature that version of Killmonger because Killmonger has become a household name because of what Killmonger did in this movie. Killmonger makes this movie for me. I don't know about A tier, but like I'll a solid B for the sake of us getting through the rest of this. I'd say throw it in B. I would fight for it to be an A, but if we want to just get through this, then we can just get through this. Mm-hmm. Like All we're right. gonna reevaluate it one last time before we call it off tonight, but we're gonna we'll right. get through what else is here. We'll see. All right, All that he, we we have to go from this villain of being one of the best in the MCU to very what is very easily the best MCU villain, and that this is the first villain to win, and that is Thanos in Avengers: Infinity War. This isn't even a conversation. It's an S tier movie. Into S this is the movie. This is the pinnacle of the MCU. The villain won. This was years of build up. This was like what 15 years at that point from Iron No 10. 10 years from Iron Man 1. Yeah. Uh never did my little mind process what was gonna happen at the end of these things. Infinity War exceeded all expectations that I had. I've never left the theater with more stunned people in my life. Watching the snap unfold the first time, like on opening night, everyone was just in shock. I was in tears. Literal tears. I was, I was like, I wasn't like in tears. I was like, wow, they're doing it. And then and we knew, we knew it was coming, but they, they went there and it, 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 it hurt, like physically hurt me to watch that. Like just watching them. I love a good villain story. I like that they were bold enough to let Thanos win the first time. Yeah. And it was just un, like no one knew what was going to happen. And then it happened. Like this was, this is peak MCU for me. And I think from this point on, I, I looked at it and I'm like, I don't think anything's going to top this for me ever again. And from then I can honestly say nothing has touched infinity war for me. Including something has for me, including that one. It, this is, it, it, I think that the, is the argument, right? It's which, which, which one is the better movie. And I think there's arguments to be made for and against both of them. I think they're both phenomenal for mm. me. They've been one, two since they came out and they haven't moved, but I can understand the arguments for infinity war over it, but we'll get there in a couple of movies. First, we got to get to Ant-Man and the Wasp. The first movie you haven't seen. This is all you, like I said, the, right after infinity war, I saw this trailer and I go, this should have came out first. I know why it didn't come out first, but because they, it didn't, all motivation that I had to watch this, I said, I don't need to see this. The snap happens. So I don't care what goes on in this movie, really. Uh, I will say you're going to care about this before Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania comes out. So we, I'm hoping we can get there before that movie releases next year. I think we will. Uh, we'll see. If we do it weekly, we will. If we don't, then... If it's it anyway. if it gets to the point where we're close to Ant-Man coming out, we'll skip to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Just to yeah. have a refresher before the movie comes out. I'm down for we'll that. We'll do a one-off. A one-off. Just like, just like Black Panther. If we don't get to Black Panther in time before Wakanda we Forever. Won't. We are not going to get there before November. We'll jump to Black Panther before Wakanda Forever comes out. For sure. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. It. Floor is yours. It's fine. Um, interesting story here with trying to rescue Janet Van Dyne from the quantum realm which was hinted at in the first Ant-Man when he gets shrunk down and then gets big again. Like it's fine. Uh, 
Walter Goggins is in this movie, which is great, except he's not used nearly as much as he probably should be. Because he's a great actor. Mm. Um, it's fine. Lawrence Fishburne is here, which is nice. There's some fun moments, but it doesn't do anything. I don't think it does anything better than the first Ant-Man does. It just it feels like more of the same with less of a heist movie. It's That's more of just a, stip, a typical action adventure through mm. small space. Yeah. So I, I'm putting it in a C tier. I'm, That's I'm where pretty I comfortable assumed. with that. Like I would have assumed it would have been a C tier really, but at least my assumptions don't seem too far off. Like obviously we're watching these again when they come into the rotation. But For sure. uh, yeah. All right, on, on to the next one that we'll get to when it comes into the rotation before the Marvels releases, and that's Captain Marvel. Our 90s romp with Brie Larson's Carol Danvers and Samuel L. Jackson acting like he's 30 and looking like he's 60. This is another one we don't we're not we do not agree on this movie. I know that. I really like it. I don't like it. I mean I I enjoy it. Like it is again, it's a movie I could go back and watch. I don't like I love the 90s nostalgia to it. I like the idea of, again, this does for me what Iron Man 3 did. Of I wasn't expecting the scrolls to not be bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I like that aspect of it. And the Krees end up being the bad guys. And we're building towards this Kree scroll war, presumably with secret wars or secret invasion, sorry. So mm-hmm. like, I'm looking forward to where the story goes, especially in the Marvels, which is probably going to focus a bunch on that, that same Kree, Mar- uh, Kree scroll conflict as well as secret invasion but it's it's a c-tier movie i'll take it at the end of the day i'll take what you were thinking i was saying see it's not an f it's not terrible i know it's not it's there not, isn't anything else that goes in there at this point yeah no like this isn't like this is sure this is part of like right after infinity war the burnout's starting to settle in a little bit because there's a lot of content coming out in the series. It, it felt like this filler because we wanted to get to endgame we wanted the conclusion of that story for, that infinity want, war set up I wanted Endgame to come sooner than it did. This was just a filler movie for me. This could have come out... If this came out a couple years earlier, I think I'd be a little more... easier on it. Palatable on it. Well, it'll Uh, be interesting to go back and to watch this in hindsight, not having that same reference of having to wait 364 days between Infinity War and the next S-tier movie we're going to talk about, which is Avengers Endgame. It's an S-tier. We'll throw Endgame and Infinity War... Tier. like it's not they are my one and two on my list just as they are yours i think they're just in a different order definitely not my one and two no i told you winter soldiers my two. Oh right so it's three then it's right i told you ragnarok was three what it's my four actually no wow. sorry right when i ranked it again it's my fifth i put a guardians above it okay i liked infinity war a lot more than i liked endgame Wow, just, okay. My argument, I don't know, in Endgame, it's good. My argument, Endgame is like a standalone movie. Yeah. It That's feels like I'm a more so, complete movie. Like, it's not... War. I don't know, like, just like... It's Endgame starts, it's like, you, if you show this to someone, you know it's like, you have to explain, okay, this happened, this, this, and this. You do, but just, it's the culmination of everything that came before it and that, that oh, the, I get it. The, the the sheer scope of that is what like as a standalone movie yeah you can't have this be a standalone movie mm-hmm. but that's not the point this is meant to be that event this is a once oh no movie. i know this end end game for us is the no i am your father moment from star wars that 
or from Empire that our parents would talk about seeing in theaters. This mm. was the I'm in tears as soon as Portal starts. The goosebumps start when you start to hear the Mbombay chats chants mm. from the portals. You see Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa walk through. You have Sam Wilson fly through, even though he was missing a wing at the end of Infinity War, but we're not going to talk about that continuity mm. error. There's just there's something about that, the, the culmination of all of this. I could watch the last hour of Endgame on repeat for the rest of my life and be content. That's the best hour of that movie. It's the best hour of the MCU. Uh, like, I like it a lot. Like, if I'm not saying it's bad. Like, no, it's I in know, my, my top five. It's just, like, at a personal standpoint, if I had to, like, watch something, Endgame's not the movie I'm gravitating to right away. Well, it's because it's also a three-hour movie. That, too. But like I'm saying, I'd rather watch... I'd throw Winter Soldier on first. I'd throw Infinity War on. Yeah. It's hard for me, though, to watch Infinity War and then not want to immediately watch Endgame. I watch Infinity War and then I'll watch the last hour of Endgame. <laughs> I'll watch the. I don't know. Time heist, man. Time heist is fun. I don't know. I think when we get to that, I think it's gonna do more than a sixty second. I think we have to have like a whole thing talking about Infinity War. We'll have to have like a clip that we can do, like a sixty second clip, and then yeah, we're gonna talk about that movie for three hours. Yeah. Either way, we are going to. uh, We are not gonna keep these under an hour. Shaker jeans, not a chance. This one, this one, I've said we're going over. Yeah, this was a hard one to go under. So apologies to those who were expecting our. Our, our prompt hourness, but we are almost through. We're almost to the multiverse saga, but first we got to talk about Far From Home, which is the worst Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 3. Okay, we're agreeing with this. This is the worst MCU Spider-Man movie. Yes. Um, Mysterio is pretty good until his motivations were just Tony Stark made my thing fart or barf <laughs> or whatever it was. It was barf. Um, I like Mysterio in the movie. <laughs> Uh, they could have done a lot more with the character than just have him be a Tony Stark underling because we've had that in multiple movies now. We've had that three or four times now in the MCU. I'm kind of sick of it. And mm. I worry we're going to get that with Ironheart. We might get that with Armor Wars if Armor Wars ever comes to fruition. It's going to be yeah, Armor Wars. This, this is very easily a C-tier movie. This is definitely C-tier. This is the worst MCU Spider-Man outing. Um, just yeah. not... Like, this is one of those movies where I watched it, I left the theater, I'm like, I think I liked that movie, and then I went to sleep, woke up the next day, and decided, you know what, it sucked. I didn't like it. But I liked it just because it was Spider-Man and Tom Holland is so likable, and that one scene of the Mysterio stuff, yes. where he, like, the double-double cross, or the double-double fake-out, is There's so good. good. There's good in this movie, it's just, it's not good enough. It's not a, it's not a Spider-Man movie, he's not in New York for 98% of the movie. Yeah, you take him out of New York and it's kind of hard for him to be Spider-Man. So that's a whole other that's a whole other argument. All right. Well, now we get into our first Disney Plus show and that's WandaVision. We're already here. Oh my god. Yeah. We're into the multiverse uh, saga, baby. I liked half the show a lot. I really liked the first four episodes. When it's the first four episodes of the mystery is kind of unraveling, I was on board until it slowly turned into just Another a standard thing. movie. This is like... Great show that doesn't quite stick the landing. I could rewatch most, if not all, of this series. I For me, it's an A-tier series. Where do I have this? Um... I'd throw it in B. 
see it's in my top 10 that's high i know that's high but I'm, I'm looking at this and there are a couple of movies that i should or at least one movie that i should bump up but i think only one i'd throw it in b if the ending stuck a little better all i right, think I'd put right. it I'll, in g- I'll give it to you at b um so i think do you want to do winter soul or falcon the winter soldier first do you want to do uh black widow uh, we can do the one that I watched, so we'll do Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, right. Okay, uh, so how do you feel about Falcon Winter Soldier? I liked it. I liked it just as much as I liked WandaVision. It was more consistent. I'd put it in B with it. Like, I don't like it more or less than WandaVision. Yeah. I I definitely like WandaVision more, but I Falcon Winter Soldier for me would be P-tier for sure. Uh-huh. Um, just like there's a lot of good here, but I think this the again this this has the same problem of Wandavision if it doesn't quite stick the ending. I like what I it's think, building towards, and I think this movie or this show will be better in hindsight once we get to Captain America four, once yeah. we get to Thunderbolts. But for now, it's it's B tier. Sure. I think there's a there's a lot of the early MCU shows was them trying to see what works and what doesn't pacing wise. I guess because yeah. a lot of the shows have a very similar some of it drags some of it doesn't like they're trying to make movies but they don't really know how to make episodes yet i don't know if this has changed since the last couple of shows but um okay yeah no well, we can move on to the next thing which is black widow very movie not a, yeah i was gonna say there's again fun moments but overall it it tries to be a spy movie, but we've already got a way better spy movie in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I know for so, a fact that this has one of the worst CGI scenes I've seen in a movie. But it was also, a lot of this work was done during COVID. I yes, that's it's COVID as well. And Marvel yeah. with the crunch, it's just, it's really funny. It's, it's, a, it's definitely coming through the last few properties that have released. They yeah. need to get their act together in terms of not pushing these studios so hard to get these things out. That's that being said, core. it's a it's a C it's a C tier movie for me within the scope of the MCU. It's perfectly watchable, but not something I'm going to choose to go back to the way I would anything from B tier and above. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with it. And this movie should have came out. Uh, I don't know, maybe 2011, 2010. Yeah, this should have been one to fast follow from Avengers. Yeah, it shouldn't have been a a a, a movie that came out after the character died in Infinity War that's a whole other thing too i watched it why would i watch i'm like black widow's done i think my letterbox there are are some fun things that it sets up so i i mean i'm excited to hear what you have to say after we watch it but again that will be a 60 second review not the two hours we're gonna do for endgame i should have read my little notes that i had for the things i didn't watch because and i put did not watch probably mid this one i put did not watch probably mid should have come out six years ago so (laughs) that's fair Okay. That's my, um, uh, that's my let's, game on let, Black Widow. All right, we're we're almost through this. Please bear with us as we as we get through some of the more recent stuff. Since it's more since it's fresher, we can probably get through this a little quicker without meandering on mm. it too much. Etern or not a Eternals Loki. Um Loki, I think, might be the best show. I disagree, I think, but I can't tell you why. Uh I it's all it's still in B tier. But like, I think it's probably like the most enjoyable one I've watched, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you at B tier. Again, I would have WandaVision at A tier because I do think I enjoyed WandaVision more than Loki, but Loki is still a very, very fun time. I like what Loki sets up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Loki season two is going to be out of this world, but we'll get there next year. 
Um, next one is E or what if or Eternals? What do you want to talk about? Fucking throw what if and see. Really? Uh, what if's a mixed bag. Uh, There's guess. some what if that I like. Some of it, it's not good. All right. But all right. I'll give you that one. High C, like the drink. You know what I mean? Like I got you. I got you on that one. All right. Eternals. This is another one you didn't watch. Probably. Hey, go. This look, I wrote, uh, what did I write for Eternals? I wrote, did not watch probably the best DCU movie. I mean, it's not. It's So I, I definitely have a different opinion of this than other people do. Uh, I really like Eternals. I like what it's setting up for the future of the MCU. I liked a lot of the, the characters and where they went with them in these stories or this story. They, there was a lot they were able to build in for a ton of brand new characters and not very much time. I don't think it, it does what Guardians did with, with those characters, but I do think it's something different. It feels different than anything else in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It, 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 a lot. This does the thing that I wanted almost every other MCU thing to do, and we're getting more of that as we get into these shows, but giving the character more t- characters more time to breathe and to understand mm. their motivations and where the characters are going and what got them there. This has a lot of mm. downtime for a movie like this, which is unheard of these days, and I really appreciated that. Um, mm. like the only reason I didn't really watch this was things were slowly opening up again because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, this was the one that people were ramming theaters to see. As someone who's been to the theater nearly every week since things started opening up again, mm-hmm. most of the showings I've been to have been like very not as popular things, I guess. Or not a lot of people were still going to the theater at the time. There was still space seating, whatever. A lot of things I wanted to see, not very crowded. Yeah. So I wasn't uncomfortable in a theater. This was packed. This was the most I've seen the theater filled in a long time so i kind of it, it was definitely that first one back for a lot it of people. freaked me out a little because like i was it was still flo- it's still floating around now let's be honest yeah it's, it's never going it's never going away at this point um so that was pretty much like the big reason why i didn't want to really see it i was gonna wait for it to come to disney plus and now it's just a matter of i can't you'll sit get down to it when you get to it two and a half hours of my life to this right now it, it's definitely worth watching for me i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's b tier i know a lot of people would disagree with me on that but for me it's a b tier movie if i disagree with you we'll get to it when we get to it we will so, shang chi we skipped and i i apologize because that did actually oh, that was a good one. i like that one that was b. it's a great movie great father-son I, story yeah. lots of good kung, like a lot of good fight fight sequences cg was good except for that finale seemingly it was cool like him a lot Canadian uh, kid, you can't not like fixed it. Mandarin. It's a good movie. I like this movie. A-tier. Marvel should do a proper Kung. Oh, you know what? I'll give you A tier. A tier. I like that movie. I didn't have a problem with Shang-Chi, so whatever. We'll get to it again, but I like it. We will. Uh, Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. Kate Bishop's great. Haley Steinfeld is perfect casting. Kate Bishop's We're, awesome. We got Kingpin. Kingpin is as menacing as he was in the daredevil Netflix show. And I'm mm. glad for it. Glad that we're getting these characters back in the MCU between this and some other things that have been hinted at and some other things that have been announced. So um, I, I, I don't know if I love the character of echo in this and the yeah. fact that they're setting her up for her own show has me a little apprehensive as apprehensive as I am for the Agatha show. That's spinning off from WandaVision. Can't believe we're getting an Agatha show. Like I why? really can't Why getting an Agatha show before we get a Kate Bishop show. But I guess we did the Hawkeye get, is we did kind of the Kate Bishop show. Hawkeye. She's Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I didn't... 
see, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as WandaVision. We put WandaVision in a B tier, but for me, it's, I think Hawkeye is better than Falcon, probably comparable to Loki. So maybe it's B tier. I like this as much as I like Loki. So I'd stick it in B tier. All right. B tier it is. Um, moving on to no way home. The, the end game of Spider-Man movies. The Andrew Garfield redemption tour. The Andrew Garfield redemption tour. Uh, the one that no. had Venom in an MCU movie. Venom was in the movie. Venom oh was in God. the movie. Uh, th- this is another one that like, I'm, I'm conflicted. Like, the nostalgia's there. I like the nostalgia. Is the movie good? Or is the nostalgia good? Yeah, I think the Doctor Strange stuff here is really good. The 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 fish out of water story for all of these villains being pulled into his universe because of the mistakes he's made and having to own up to that and him be like this trilogy got us to the with great power comes great responsibility moment they spent a whole trilogy building the what is spider we should have had this by now that's my issue with this no it's not that we should have had this by now it's we've never had the time to breathe with this character before he gets that moment until now they should have just uh, this is the start of the spider-man redemption tour in the mcu this better be the start of the spider-man this was the most spider-man he's been since civil war yeah and for that i think it's an a-tier movie i'll let you have a because it's still fresh in everyone's mind i would fight for it more in b but i fight that see i would fight for homecoming to move up before i would fight for no way home to move down see i would because i love michael keaton's vulture yes like, there's a lot the of the fact that he got is another guy that just got screwed over by Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like I have to I haven't seen it since it came out again. I saw it twice that week it came out. Yeah. No way home. Um, but just like thinking about it, I don't know how well it's gonna hold up on a rewatch at home. We'll find but, out in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We we have we have to go through these. There's a lot of Ness. <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't know, man. We gotta I'm glad we're doing a rewatch because this is like a It's gonna be interesting to see what we get to at the end of this, but we do need to get to Moon Knight at some point here because that was a thing that came out and uh I really like Moon Knight, other than again the some of the CG was not you know up to par with what we'd had in earlier MCU f- properties, but I really like the story here. I love the the mental health storyline that you get into with Mark Spector and his alter mm. egos. And it's, it's a good time. I, I really think this is a, it's a, not a character that we've had. We haven't had similar characters to this in the MCU. And I really like their approach here with, uh, with the character of Moon Knight. That being said, mm. how'd you feel? I liked it. It's um, like a lot of the MCU shows are just kind of like in the same realm for me on like a list. So they're all kind of like in that pocket of B. Like none of them really like jump out at me that this is really good or anything. Uh, I liked Moon Knight more than I liked WandaVision and Falcon. The B the uh, B tier at this point should just be the Disney Plus tier. Pretty much. All right, throwing it at B. Uh, yeah, no, like that's again, pretty much. We're we're, we're putting that at B tier. Everything C tier and above is something that I would go back and rewatch on a regular basis. These are all yes. good to great to phenomenal properties other than those two at the bottom mm-hmm. next one uh, is dr strange in the multiverse of madness the most sam Raimi film we've gotten in the mcu 
See, I'm just biased about this because Sam Raimi directed it. I don't even remember if I liked the movie. I like Sam Raimi directing it, though. I, I'm trying to remember where I put this on my initial watch. If I put it above or below the first one. I think mine's above the first one just because Sam Raimi directed this one. Mine's above it by a wide margin, but that's mostly because I really like this. Like the fact that the the second saga in the MCU is the multiverse saga is just so fun because there's so much that they're setting up between Loki and this and Spider-Man No Way Home. There's there's so much to dig into. We're getting more of it with Ant-Man and Loki season two. Like mm -hmm. it's going to be so cool. And yeah, like like a the, lot of the cameos be... that this entailed were were a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be nice to rewatch when the burnout isn't really there anymore. Because I watch this a you lot. Say of the that later. because, but we're going to watch one of these every week. We are going to burn out on this again. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's going to be a nice rewatch at home. Yeah, it'll be a fresher lens. I'm just chilling on my own time watching it, kind of just like. For me, it could be B or it could be A. What's your gut say on this movie? Uh, it's not an A. Okay. I put it at so, B. Put it at B. You have not yet seen Miss Marvel, so I'm just going to tell you you need to because this is an S. This is the first and only S tier Disney Plus show thus far. That's a wow. Yep, that's where it's going because I I don't care what people like. There is stuck Miss Marvel in the MCU is what I wanted Spider Man to be. That's how good Miss Marvel is portrayed in the MCU. This is very high. This, I hope this is good. It you'll you'll see at the end. I don't think it can. If it falls after you see it, I don't fall, see it falling any further than A. But it is it is some of the best characterization that we've gotten in the MCU thus far, especially uh -huh. for a debut. That is the other than Guardians. That is the only debut that we've put in S tier, which goes to show you something, or something, or at least something I feel about this character. Mm. it's something special and i can't wait for you to watch it on to yeah. our last one thor love and thunder big mid energy out of this one like it's low mid energy on this one really i did not like this movie i liked it a lot i did not like there it. are things i did not like but i i still i where, where where's your gut have you putting it see no. I did not like I did no. not like I no. Mitch, I left the theater and my first thought was maybe Taika with TD got lucky. This was I didn't I it wasn't clicking. I didn't like it. I didn't hate the I don't hate it. It's not good though. It just didn't click the way that the first or the last one did. They right, try you know doing Ragnarok again, but they tried making it too comedic too much of the time all right I'll, I'll give you thor love and thunder at sea but in looking at this there are two things that i would want to shift is there anything that you would want to shift first of all i need to take another gander because s tier is very crowded it's not though so right now s tier is avengers winter soldier guardians civil war ragnarok infinity war endgame and miss marvel a lot of S tier. It is because there's a lot of really good content in the MCU. But is it S though? Yes. There's you nothing in that tier that I would not rewatch endlessly. Hmm. Hmm. 
Uh, a what tier, you- we've got Iron Man, First Avenger. Uh, that's Captain America, the First Avenger. Galaxy, Guardians 2, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so wait, what do you... You said you wanted to move two things? Yes, I think that Black Panther and WandaVision should both be A tier. Because right now we have them at B tier along with Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Eternals, which I know some people are going to give me flack for being B tier, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. I don't know, man. Can I get Black Panther to A tier just for the characterization of Killmonger? We can leave WandaVision where it is for now. I'll take that. That's like, okay. see, I'm, I'm looking at it different. We're throwing it like, this is all B. I'm looking at them like, this is high B. This is low B. But we can't because we're not differentiating. We're not going to that granularity. If we were going to do oh, that, we should have just done a, a ranking. Yeah. And it would have taken that's forever. I'm, oh, I know. That's what I'm, that's why I'm doing it in an individual one. We can compare those at the end too. Because <laughs> we're going to have, we have very different opinions on a lot of these too. So... Um, like I think S is crowded, but I don't want to argue about it right now because we have to I'm, watch them all. Other than that, I'm good with where everything else is at the moment. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to doing this weekly rewatch with you, or maybe bi-weekly for things like the Disney Plus shows. But yeah, the uh, shows I'm looking we need forward to doing this. So, are we committing now that for our next episode we will rewatch Iron Man? Uh or do you want well, to wait probably, a week or wait an well, episode? We can probably see if we're going to actually do an episode. Like, I think we'll do an episode next week. I think we can... Next week's keep busy. I can probably squeeze Iron Man in at some point, though. Okay. Well, we will commit that our next episode, we will do a quick 60-second Iron Man review and tier ranking. And that is where our MCU list stands at the moment. Uh, to round out the rest of it, I know I talked about B-tier. C-tier is Iron Man 2, Thor, Iron Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel... Spider-Man Far From Home, which how that's that low, it we'll see. Black Widow, What If, Thor Love and Thunder, and then at F tier is The Incredible Hulk and Thor The Dark World, which I'm not looking forward to rewatching. Meh. Well, we'll get to it. We'll have uh, more thoughts as we go. We will get to it when we get to it. But that's until true. we do get to it, Sal, that has been the Nerdopolis Podcast Episode 3. As I said off the top, this is something brand new to us and to your ear holes or your eye holes, depending on where you're taking this in. So if you could, and we know you can, uh, rate, review, share, like, comment, subscribe on all your platforms where you catch podcasts. Sharing and word of mouth is so important for something so small and so new. So if you enjoyed it, we really would appreciate that. If you didn't, reach out to us. Let us know what you didn't like because we want to make this something that we build and make better with you. Uh, links to everything will be in the show description, uh, including both mine and Sal's places of be on the internet. Uh, Sal, you got anything else for the people before we get out of here? Uh, thanks for sticking around for a double header. I know this was a doozy to get through, but, uh, you know, so it had to happen. We could have done a two parter where we did like the first half and then the second half, but. Yeah, we go hard at the Nerdopolis podcast yet to be renamed into something else. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Like This is a chunky topic, and it didn't help that we had some chunky indie games to talk about, too. We got some hot takes and some hot indie games to talk about. And we'll hopefully do more of that next week or whenever it is we are able to get together. But until we can do so, Sal, keep it nerdy. Keep it nerdy, Mitchell. <laughs>